Think Again with Borderlands Cooperative. Join us for critical conversations about things that matter. Every Friday at 10am on 3CR Community Radio. 855am on your dial. And on 3CR Digital and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. So together, let's think again about important matters affecting us, like economics, politics, education, health, climate, and what we can do about it all. Welcome to Think Again. A couple of weeks. Presented to you by the Portlands Cooperative, an organisation that has been dedicated to social change for over 20 years. I'm Jacques Boulet. And I'm Jennifer Burrell. Today we're talking about what's happening with the coronavirus and some possibilities which come out of it all. Mm. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about the fault lines in our society that the coronavirus outbreak has revealed. There's quite a few of them when you think of it. We could have gone into political and economic fault lines on national and global levels. But first up, we talked about the fiction that we're all just, just individuals and should just rely on ourselves for our own happiness or success. As our program always turns around the central issue of us being relational beings, this assumption of being just individuals can explain to some degree the explosion of anxiety and the panic Mm. buying that stripped our supermarkets and deprived the most vulnerable in our communities of much-needed supplies. Mm. Yeah, there have already been a series of quite uninspiring stories in the media of wealthier people going on skiing holidays overseas, catching the virus or just being exposed to it and then continuing to spread it here. Um, It seems as if upward mobility comes hand in hand with travelling mobility and has been a great factor in the spread of the infections in well-to-do suburbs in Melbourne and Sydney by, I suppose, a few born-to-rulers, as I'd call them. Mm. Another fault line exposed by the coronavirus is our highly casualised workforce, which leads to many, so many, to live hand-to-mouth. We're rather rather cautious in the figures we put on this in our past programme, but the ACTU puts it at about 40%, Mm. which is a huge proportion of the workforce. They were already vulnerable, as we know, but most almost lost their income overnight. Mm. Of course, some of this vulnerability has been addressed by the massive funding spree by the government, which was really, when you think of it, unthinkable just a few weeks ago. And, of course, we do welcome that. Yeah, on the other hand, it continues to pay much less attention to the vulnerable members of the workforce. It would be prudent, however, to closely observe how the now legislated funding responses actually work out especially as it initially seemed that they were mostly oriented and that mm. was the first kind of load of the funding first round. Uh, mm. oriented to the business side of the economic equation and seemingly belatedly it focused, started to focus on mm. the workers who had been stood yeah. down massively. Yeah, mm, that's right. And, and of course, almost daily we learn of new vulnerable groups that people mm. hadn't thought of, such as asylum seekers and Migrants yep. on temporary visas, so That's it's right. all a work in progress. But mm-hmm. um, I suppose in the past we also talked about the rolling back of funding and infrastructure for 
vitally important parts of the health system over the last few decades under the neoliberal project, I guess, including mm. preventive community health, but also the health system as a whole. And this has happened at the same time as we've been putting our revenue into propping up the private health system. Yeah, we have just noticed how they are about to close down or were about to close down the private hospitals as they have no more revenue as now has become the really important thing for private businesses, including mm -hmm. hospitals. Although now recently, a couple of days ago, uh, it looked as if the private health system, that means particularly the hospitals, have been included in some of the response mm -hmm. by you know, presumably being opened up for to put prisoners who have the uh, the infection. Last mm. week, I talked with Kate Weller from Sisvik about the enormous dependence on the community of the community welfare sector on volunteers. That's really an invisible army that we only now notice because of its absence. As so many mm. volunteers, especially the older ones, are necessarily self-isolating. This is at the same time that demand for emergency relief, often delivered by volunteers, is set to soar. This mm -hmm. website, if you want to have a bit more uh, information about that and also probably want to support the, the organizations who run with volunteers, the website is www.sysvic.org. Fewer people 
Mm. They're waking up and saying, wow, we're dependent on everyone, or everyone's saying they're, they're dependent on everyone for their wealth, mm. 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 which really gives a lie to that idea of the self-made entrepreneurs, mm. I think. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, so I suppose, um, firstly, um, I think we should be encouraged to think that um, one point is that we're being encouraged to think that we're actually carrying the virus and we should act so as not to infect others, um, which represents that's really an affirmation of active social responsibility. So pretend that you have the virus. Be socially mm-hmm. responsible because you could unwittingly give it to someone else. And that's a real shift, I think, in public discourse. Mm-hmm. Rather yep. than trying, telling people, try not to get it from others, they might be infected. We're being told, don't infect others. Just You may be carrying it even if you're not sick. So... Um, I think that's just another example how, of how public discourse has changed and reflecting mm-hmm. that the fact mm-hmm. that we are interdependent and we do really need to care for each other. Mm-hmm. And something which was obviously lost on a Mornington ski holiday in couple who managed mm-hmm. to affect so many others, interdependent mm-hmm. individuals. And on that note, mm-hmm. we turn to some music together by Spinifix Gum. When you hear a feel I am more than me You and I were close as you sure to see When you're with me I can walk taller than All the ones who told me I'm smaller than When you're here there's nothing that we can't do You can count on me if you want me to So I sing it forever
Monday the 23rd of March, 3CR closed its doors to all presenters so that we could do our bit to help stop the spread of COVID-19. We understand that it's important for people to be able to stay at home at this time in order to reduce the number of people affected and thereby reduce the stress on our health system. Since the 3CR shutdown, programmers and volunteers have been working remotely to create new content and produce their show from home. We'll continue to bring you dynamic, up-to-date community radio during the COVID-19 crisis, so keep listening. You're listening to Think Again, 3CR 855 AM on your dial, 3CR digital and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. Today we're talking about the coronavirus and we're starting a discussion about what changes might come out of it, positive Mm. and negative. Mm, That's right, yeah. So firstly, moving on to the good news, even with all the problems, how fantastic that Newstart and other Centrelink allowances have been roughly doubled. We've been fighting for this raise for so long and now it's happened, even if for the time being limited to six months. Uh, It will indeed be a fight to keep this raise, but hopefully the idea of the deserving and the undeserving Mm. poor will have been challenged Mm. quite deeply. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Well, surprise, surprise, people can find themselves in dire circumstances through no fault of their own. Hmm. And maybe the goods of our society just have to be shared a bit sometimes. So there's a little bit of sarcasm there. Yeah, so why shouldn't we finally start to openly talk and discuss the possibility of a guaranteed basic income for all? So yeah. many other principles and axioms of the neoliberal and neoliberal state and the proper ways of running an economy, they have been sort of tossed out over the last couple uh-huh. of weeks. Couldn't we also review the whole work ethic thing and uh, things about welfare deservedness and eligibility, all of that mm-hmm. rhetoric? Couldn't we also start challenging those and think mm-hmm. about alternatives yeah. to them? Mm. Mm. Yeah, another related insight is that um, when one falls, we all fall. Mm. When one suffers, when one of us suffers, we all suffer. When one of us is well and healthy, we are all well and healthy. Yes, Mm. we're all interconnected. Uh, Let's hang on to that insight. I think we really should. Let's have it continue to inform government policy and the way we relate to each other. I reckon we could call this the interdependence principle. The interdependence principle could be used to properly resource our health and welfare sector for a start. Mm, As well as also fund an adequate safety net. Yeah. Mm. So uh, some commentators have been saying that with all the hardship and tragedy that is happening and still to happen, the coronavirus could be a transformative event. Mm. So that's what we're, we're, I suppose, edge some of the seeds of that possibility. It Mm. could be a transformative event that could push through progressive change in our society. So one person saying, I heard say this, was Stephen Bezrushka, who I heard on 3CR on Alternative Radio not too long ago. Mm. But on the other hand, others say that history tells us this hasn't tended to happen after major pandemics and epidemics in the past. So historians like Richard Evans and also Walter Skydell, who wrote a book called The Great Leveller. Mm. So um, in fact, in the age today, 
Scott mm. Morrison, we have our Prime Minister Scott Morrison say, saying he is vowing to return to conservative economic policy making on the other side of the COVID-19 crisis after he mm. made ch- childcare free for all families. So you couldn't get much clearer than that. Mm, that's right. And he, whether he was talking to his conservative backbench or to the rest of the world, that's quite interesting to speculate about. But at the same mm-hmm. time, the, the history of revolutions and wars as well, they have shown that after the, their end, uh, the, the way in which uh, societies have organized themselves has changed dramatically without concerted effort, given the power of those who have been able to amass economic resources and political clout, it is indeed so that the old system will be turned to again, including the old ideas and the ways of organizing and relating to mm. each other, including, therefore, also the existing inequalities. And mm. some indicators of that, as, we, as Jennifer just said, they are already there, particularly given the approaching U.S. election and Trump exploiting his daily TV appearances to advertise mm. himself, or our own PM virtually excluding the opposition from crisis decision-making, even if there is now some timid uh, approaches, uh, attempts to include them as well. Or look at our free press, including the age, bombarding its readers with daily mm. articles that it was all China's fault. Mm. and that they're also authoritarians and communists, and that they really want to dominate us, even when they are so nice to us from time to time. (laughs) We will really talk about all of this more in later programs, because it Mm. it worries me and us greatly to see that we just could return back to the old ways of dealing with issues internally, Mm. nationally, and globally. Mm. And so, meanwhile, um, it's interesting looking at what people and communities are doing differently, and we're getting lots of stories of these things. Mm. So what are they doing differently besides panic buying? (laughs) And a lot of them still continuing to congregate and being confused about whether they're allowed to or not. Um, So there are things like... hmm? Mm, They they talk about and do new family food gardens. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, and people putting um, teddy bears in windows for children to discover with their parents and on neighbourhood bear hunts. Mm-hmm. More time cooking with families and at home. Mm-hmm. My grandkids are really sort of cooking uh, with their mothers. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Neighbours helping and looking out for each other in a different way. Mm-hmm. Oh, lovely sharing of art and expression and expression, uh, artistic expressions via the internet, like the couch choir singing close to you, if you haven't caught that. Yeah, and I have caught that, and that's worth mm. listening to as well. Um, mm. So generally, these parents spending more time with children, and of course, we're at the beginning of that. That's a work in progress. Mm. Mm. Reflecting on lifestyle and who's good we are really working for. Mm. That also work a future work in process. And that's a really political one. Who's good? Mm. Giving people a bit of a chance to reflect on the way they're mm. living and. Who are we all serving? Who's good mm-hmm. and w- wealth right. are we all serving in, in our daily treadmill? <laughs> mm. So on that note, maybe we'll go to a promo. Australian music needs your help. Music festivals, concerts and local gigs have been cancelled due to coronavirus. Artists, crew and music workers have lost their jobs and don't know when their next gig will happen. We're all facing the sound of silence. 
but you can help. Visit thesoundofsilence.com.au now. You're listening to Think Again, 3CR 855 AM on your dial. 3CR Digital and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. Today we're talking about the coronavirus and the creation of possibilities. Borderlands has tried to stay in touch with its members and friends worldwide. After sending a newsletter with some news about the lockdown of our office and best wishes to everyone, we received a real sort of small avalanche small mm. avalanche of close to 50 okay. people worldwide uh, do, who replied to us, literally, as I said, from all over the world. And we'd just like to share some of those with you. They do show that staying connected is the best response to situations like these. And if any of our listeners would like to be included in our electronic mailing list to receive our quarterly newsletter and other news, please let us know via our email, borders at borderlands.org.au. So we start with one of our members who, with other Australians, is stuck in Peru. And she certainly mm. would like to get back home. Chris Reardon is a radical theatre practitioner in the Augusto Boal method. She has worked all over the world and was working in Latin America, as well as in Australia. And this is what she wrote. Being locked down and stuck right now in Peru, the Morrison government is currently not doing anything to repatriate uh, nationals beyond one commercial flight, which would cost me $5,000, which I have wow. got. USA, Polish, Spanish, UK, Czech citizens, they are being supported by their countries to get home. Please let your senators know what's happening and urge them to have a plane coming to Peru to pick us up. Mm -hmm. And Pauline Chan yeah. from Hong Kong, she shared this. The virus attack has become a, globalized, a globalizing uh, epidemic. It's a threat situated in the tension of power and control. Proactive measures are so important. Like recently, the Taiwan model is highly recognized to have critically identified foci of public health for the protection of their citizens and their health benefits. The solidarity culture is supported by the universal suffrage and voting power, which makes a real difference. Mm, yeah. And then there's a message from Moira Olsen in Germany, who, with me, was one of the first directors of Borderlands, of course, in 1997. Mm. And she says, I have hoped that a lot of goodwill come out of this. A pause in the madness of what we've created for communities around the world and that have made gods out of consumerism and growth, not to mention how our earth needed a pause from our madness too. Sarah Williams in Melbourne, so lovely. Thanks for the updates. All those events we were working on with our group, she's working particularly with South Sudanese communities, were rescheduled. The artists are struggling. At the moment, we're making a Born to Stand Out feature documentary. Uh, it's not publicly available yet, but at the moment, we're seeking seed funding, endorsement, sponsorship. If anyone has any ideas, let mm. us know. The big dream is to mm. take our team, South Sudanese hip-hop artists, to New York uh, and to uh, mm. South Sudan to perform oh. in their own mm. former country. And we can give updates on that later, too. Mm -hmm. There's a message from Bob Pease, who we interviewed on Think Again um, about men, gender and power. And Bob says, 
the world we know has changed since we were last in touch. So many of those we love and care about are experiencing major problems arising from the virus and the responses to it. It's good to hear that you and Borderlands are still finding ways to keep going in the midst of it all, as am I. And from Margaret Halliday, Halliday from Melbourne, reaching out to send my love and thoughts. I hope you and your family will be well through this. We knew it was coming, but it has been like a very fast free fall. And as you say, those most vulnerable will be hit hardest again. Thanks that we have literally finally stopped. Deep hopes we can be better and recalibrate towards what we know is right and good. Yours mm. in love and solidarity. Mm. And from Yat Ming Fung in Hong Kong, neighbours backing up each other so that we shall go through this one, so that we shall get through this one. I'm still in Hong Kong and I'm okay. Because of SARS 17 years ago, we're kind of experienced here. Everything seems to be on hold. Work from home, meetings cancelled. And another idea from John Clark in Johannesburg in South Africa. It is at times like these that I am grateful for working to keep and build my social networks. How about we schedule a Zoom conversation, something soon, to reflect on Australian, South African and global experiences, and then upload it on YouTube for my Caring Conversation series, mm -hmm. here with my most recent, and he sent uh, a conversation he has held with another activist. Mm. It sounds mm. like a great idea. Mm -hmm. So that's our sharing of the love for today. Till next week, look after yourself and remember to reach out to others if you need help, however you can, as well as giving help where you can, of course. Keep sending us messages too. We love to hear from everyone and we love to keep the connections alive. Thanks for listening to Think Again on 3CR Community Radio with Jacques Boulet and Jennifer Borrell. Remember, if you do want to send us a message or ask about anything from today's program, you can email Borderlands, borders at borderlands.org.au. Just put Think Again in the subject line. Mm. Meanwhile, stay tuned for the following program, Jailbreak, which gives the voice to prison inmates, their families and friends. To bring us into this program, we have World Turning by Yothu Yindi.
listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.